five-game slate on a Thursday. I don't normally get too excited about five-game NBA slates, but it's not three and it's not four and it's Thursday, so I'm happy. And I'm also Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. It's your Sportsline DFS podcast. Mike, NBA DFS, as we move closer to the trade deadline, is not getting any easier. But the Sportsline DFS lineup keeps doing pretty well. Yeah, no, we are we are doing well right now. And, uh, you know, this is something that I always like to talk about. You know, it gets crazy with the injury news. We've got trades. We've got all that. But we really need to just embrace that because that really is the source of our edge if we can figure out how to capitalize on it. Exactly. So I, I, I'm excited. No use complaining about that when you can complain about one of the slowest paced slates of the entire season. Yeah, this is a uh, a pretty interesting slate. So I look at like defense versus position and defensive efficiency. And tonight on this slate, we have four of the best six teams in the NBA in terms of defense versus position and stuff. You know, the metrics that I use for daily fantasy. Uh, so wow. we, you know, it's a very very tough night. Uh, and you know, others, you know, I, I guess I should mention that not only is it four of the top six. Uh, we've also got the number nine, the number 10, the number 11, and number 12. Like the bet, the best half of the NBA teams defensively are playing tonight. So like 250 might be pretty good on FanDuel tonight. It's possible. I mean, the, it depends on what happens with, you know, we still have some studs on the slate. So, you know, that, and there is a little value available. So it might not be as low scoring in DFS, but it is, uh, there's a lot to sort through for sure. Well, that, that's the thing. Like 250 can't be the winner if James Harden scores 40% of that, like he did in his last outing, 98.5 FanDuel points against the Orlando Magic. So I just want to start off. We've got Russell Westbrook against one of the worst teams in the NBA against point guards. Yep. We have James Harden, who may be without both Chris Paul and Eric Gordon tonight. They're both questionable. If those two guys are out... With all the value we know we're going to have because of trades and injuries, is it as simple as play Westbrook and Harden and build value around them? Um, I don't know that I could say it's as simple as that because there are several good options at the small forward position still. Guys okay. that could very realistically put up 50-plus fantasy points. Uh, so for that reason, I think it's really it's really not as simple as load those two up. But it is as simple as you you better have at least one of them. Okay, fair sure. fair enough. I will uh, get started with my must-play, who's not one of those two guys, but it's another elite fantasy option, an elite scorer, and it's Wayne Selden. Yeah, Wayne Selden. For the Memphis Grizzlies, 36.8 FanDuel points in his last outing against the Indiana Pacers. The Memphis Grizzlies, as we'll talk about with the big news in just a moment, everyone's either out or questionable except for Wayne Selden. He's getting big minutes. He looks like their second-best offensive player right now behind Mark Gasol, and he's still just 3,600 on FanDuel. Yeah, I like him a lot. I'm interested to see what he does tonight on the second half of a back-to-back. But, you know, we mentioned all the – we're going to get to the news with Memphis, but he's in a very, very good spot, so I like Wayne Selden. Uh, my must-play is kind of troubling now that when we when we talk about it. My must-play is Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. Uh, he, he's also a shooting guard, so that means we're going to have a little uh, problem trying to get James Harden in our lineup here. Uh, if we get the news that Chris Paul and, and Eric Gordon are both out, we're going to have a little problem on our hands. But Malcolm Brogdon, I like this matchup with Minnesota because there's absolutely no way that Jimmy Butler is going to be guarding him with Giannis and Middleton both out there. Right. Uh, he's going to get extra run with Eric Bledsoe already ruled out. I, I think it's a good spot for Malcolm Brogdon. I think that he's someone that you should get in lineups. Uh, 
you know, I, I hate to say my must play may not get in my lineup because if we get the news, the right news for the Rockets, I'm probably going to end up playing James Harden and I'll probably still have Malcolm Brogdon over on DraftKings where I have the positional flexibility. But for now, I make it real easy fun. because the first thing I do when I start building our lineups is I put our must plays in. And so the second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put James Harden in on DraftKings. Perfect. So like we've got Selden, Brogdon, and Harden over on DraftKings. We've got Selden and Brogdon on FanDuel, and we will proceed from there. The big news of the night, Tyreek Evans will not be playing for the Memphis Grizzlies again until after the trade deadline and maybe never. They've uh, He's not with the team, so he's out. Chandler Parsons, Mario Chalmers also out. Deontay Davis, James Ennis, and Jamichael Green all questionable. Fred Van Vliet is out for the Raptors. CJ Miles is questionable. Could be, it could be a Norman Powell night if we find out that Miles isn't playing and Van Vliet is out. There may just be enough minutes there for him. Blake Griffin, Willie Reed, and Bryce Johnson all going to be active for Detroit. Griffin really the only one that probably matters there. As you mentioned, Eric Bledsoe out for Milwaukee. Mason Plumley out for Denver. And then we've got Chris Paul and Eric Gordon questionable. Is there anybody on this slate that you, other than those guys, obviously, that you're planning on staying away from tonight? Um, probably Giannis. I, I just, I, I don't think that I will end up playing Giannis. It might, I might regret it. I mean, I think he's probably going to see a little bit of Jimmy Butler tonight. So I think it's tough. I, I think I would probably prefer to pay up for a guy like Westbrook or Harden. And there's just, you know, obviously at the same position, you've got Jimmy Butler, you've got Paul George, you've got some value guys. Uh, I think it's hard for me to get to Giannis tonight. Well, normally I give my stay away first, and very often you say, we're on the same page. I was going to say him and then have to quickly come up with someone else on the fly. I was going to say Giannis because I'm just not going to play him over Westbrook or Harden. I may not get both those guys in my lineup, but I'm not going to choose him over those guys, and I can't play all three. So I agree with you. No Giannis for me tonight. Also, the fourth most expensive player on FanDuel, Andre Drummond. No chance. He's got a matchup at home against the Memphis Grizzlies. That's not a good situation in the first place. It's really not a good situation when he's coming off a 72-point performance and he's going to be possibly higher owned. It's especially not a good situation when Blake Griffin's going to make his debut. And Andre Drummond, I dare say, will not be a $10,000 player any longer. Yeah, there's no chance. Uh, and, and Blake has already been announced that he's not only is he making the debut, he is starting. I, I bet he plays 35, 36 minutes here, too. So, yeah, 100% agree on fading Drummond. He was definitely my next in line. Awesome, awesome. So we are on the same page. No Giannis, no Drummond. Let's talk about the top-scoring player on the slate. Sounds like it basically comes down to Westbrook or Harden. Who scores the most points? I'm going to say tonight that it is Westbrook. I like that. I I think that's probably the best bet. I will still go Harden if Chris Ball and Eric Gordon are out, but I do, like, where we sit right now, it's definitely Russell Westbrook. Definitely Russell Westbrook. Let's head over to the Sportsline odds page, the highest over-under of the night, 217. It is Russell Westbrook's Oklahoma City Thunder, one-point favorites over the Denver Nuggets. Denver, the worst team in terms of FanDuel points allowed to the point guard position. OKC on the other side, the second-best team in terms of fantasy points allowed to point guards. We like Westbrook. Who else do we like in this game? Uh, I like Paul George. I think that Paul George is someone that, you know, I, I pretty much have made the decision initially, at least, that I wasn't going to be able to play Westbrook and Harden together. So I'll probably end up playing one of them. And then, and then Paul George, I think, is a guy at small forward that 
should be able to take advantage of this matchup. You know, it's not a great matchup on paper in terms of defense versus position, but other than the point guard spot here for Westbrook, not many positions on the slate is a very good matchup. So I, I'm not too worried about that. I think that Paul George is really playing pretty well right now. Is definitely his best basketball with the Thunder. So give me Paul George in this game. Will Barton has broken out of his funk. He's playing better basketball now. He and Gary Harris at shooting guard are the same price, 6,600. But we're not going to have any of them tonight. I don't, I just don't, it's possible you do an OKC Denver game stack because it's the highest over under of the night. You think the game's going to be close. That I understand. But on a normal lineup, when you've got James Harden, you've got Malcolm Brogdon, you've got Wayne Selden, you've got other good shooting guards that we haven't mentioned that are in good spots. Shooting guard is tough tonight. Yes. Shooting guard is very, very deep here. Uh, the only guy that I will say, you know, we're talking about Barton. I don't know that I'll be able to ignore him on DraftKings. He's only 5,500 there and he's got that dual position eligibility with small forward and shooting guard. So you can get him in a number of spots. Uh, Gary Harris is looking like he's probably going to play still, but he is kind of got an injury tag. I, I think it's an ankle, ankle injury still. Um, you know, he's listed as probable, but it's something to monitor. So I think Will Barton is a really good play here. Okay. We've got the Toronto Raptors, three and a half point favorites over the Washington Wizards, the John Wallless. We didn't mention that in the notes because it's been a couple of days, but still playing without John Wall and will be for the foreseeable future. An over under of 214. Washington has been pretty good defensively. Same for Toronto. You talked about it. They are, uh, they are a difficult matchup. We saw Bradley Beal and we saw Otto Porter just explode without Wall in their last game. Are you considering either of those two? I think you have to consider them. I, I think it's a lot more difficult to play Bradley Beal just simply because, of, again, the position. We're going to be saying that a lot today. Just the depth of the shooting guard is pretty ridiculous for this five-game slate. Uh, Otto Porter, I can definitely definitely see the interest there. I think he makes a nice pivot if you're looking to save a little money from like Jimmy Butler or Paul George. So I do have some interest in Otto Porter. Would you like to say any uh, words that we'll have to edit out later about Tim Frazier? Uh, no, we're not going to talk about that. Um, uh, yeah, I, what do you mean? Who is Tim Frazier? <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, then let me just frame this in a different way then. Can Tomas Sadoransky and Tim Frazier slow down Kyle Lowry, or is he going to have seven steals tonight? Uh, he might have seven steals tonight. He's... You know, I'm hoping that they can slow him down a little bit, but I, I'm not, I'm not confident. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to have some Kyle Lowry on FanDuel. I'm not sure that I'm going to do that on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, he is 7,400. Uh, I don't mind pairing him with Westbrook, especially if you've gone with the two cheap shooting guards. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, like no that. interest in the, uh, battle of the Giants, Marcin Gortat and Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, no interest there, but I do have a little interest in Marquise Morris. So he's he's just playing well at this point. You know the the price is elevated, but I I think that you know even though it is elevated, he you know his play recently has certainly warranted that price. Uh, at least he's averaging 36 fantasy points in each of his last three games. Uh, two of those matchups were with Oklahoma City. Uh, I think that this is a good spot for Marquise Morris because I think that you know we've seen Bradley Beal's getting double teamed quite a bit, especially with. John Wall out of the lineup. I think that they're, you know, the Wizards are certainly going to lean on other guys to score tonight, and that's going to be Porter and Markeith Morris. So yeah. I think he's a good play. I'm not really worried about the price increase. 
Yeah, I I like him a lot on FanDuel at 5700. I think that's still a pretty decent price. He's 62 on DraftKings. I'm not sure if I'm as interested over there. Yeah, I think it's a FanDuel only play for me where you have to pick two power forwards. Uh DraftKings no no way I'm getting there. Milwaukee at Minnesota. This one's interesting because it's got your must play Malcolm Brogdon and your stay away Giannis Antetokounmpo. And listen, Minnesota's Pretty good against wings, so I guess we're probably going to stay away from Middleton as well. How do you feel about the Timberwolves wings themselves, though, Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins? Uh, I like both of them. Uh, I think that Jimmy Butler is a probably a core cash game play for me, uh, at least initially he was in looking at it here. It really is just going to kind of depend on how you know the injury news breaks later. But right now, I think Jimmy Butler is one of the best plays on the slate because He's going to be out there for big minutes, just like normal. But you know, he's with Giannis and Middleton out there. He's going to draw some, all those assignments. He's going to have opportunities for steals. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler is one of the better plays on the slate. He's got the pretty, you know, outside of the guys like Harden and Westbrook, I think he's got the highest floor of anyone. Okay, and listen, we are almost sixty percent of the way through this slate. I've not heard the name of a center that we are really even considering. We've only had one power forward that we've really brought up that we want to play. And maybe we're just waiting for all the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, but uh, any interest in Carl Anthony Towns? Uh, yeah, I think there's definitely some interest there. I think that uh, he's, you know, he's a guy I would prefer over Andre Drummond or Jokic tonight. Oh, so I agree I, with that completely. You know, I think that in, in terms of being the top guy at the center position, I think that he's certainly the guy. Uh, I'm not super impressed with the $9,300 price tag. I wish he was like 85, how about 87? Uh, I think would, that, they, would you feel better about 87? Uh, yeah, at 87, I would definitely uh, feel a lot better. Well, why don't we just plug him in on DraftKings then? Let's do it. Okay, so Carl Anthony Towns in the DraftKings lineup, and there's still a little bit of room. I, I like the flexibility we've got so far on this slate, and I think it's only going to get better with the last game of the night. But first, we have the Houston Rockets at San Antonio. Houston, a one-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under of 209.5. First question, who wins this pace battle? Um, I think that San Antonio wins this pace battle. That just their will is too strong to be broken. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it really kind of depends on what happens with, with Chris Paul and Eric Gordon, I think, a little bit. But I, I do think that uh, the San Antonio Spurs probably win the pace battle, and especially on their home floor. Okay, so we've got a situation. If Gordon... Like, we know if Gordon and Paul are both out, we're really pretty interested in James Harden. We're going to have him in a lot of lineups. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out, because we've already got Ariza, who's not playing right now. Who is going to be the, the value play here that really steps up? Like Luke Mbamute played 39 minutes in their most recent game and did not reach 12 fantasy points. Which is really frustrating because I, I was expecting a lot better performance from him. He actually, you know, he, he's definitely going to be needed in this matchup. There's no doubt. Uh, but if you're not looking at him, I maybe Gerald Green. I mean, I think Gerald Green's going to be right back to playing 30 plus minutes if if those guys are all out. Right. Oh, um, I, I think I think like the guy that another guy that played 30 minutes and gave you Jack Squat is a guy that I've talked about a lot. It's Ryan Anderson. Yep. He's. 13.1 FanDuel points in his last outing in 32 minutes. He's only 3,700 now. Yeah, and uh, P.J. Tucker, 3,500, played 35 minutes, 13.1 FanDuel points last time out. So 
there's no way those three guys play that much and are that gross again. Who, which well, of the three, they, which of the three is the most likely to actually give you something? Um, I would say Mba Mute. I think that he's got opportunities for steals. I think he's, I don't know. It's, I, I'm not, I don't feel great about any of them. What I feel great about happening again is I feel great, you know, if all these guys are out, the reason these guys didn't score many fantasy points is because James Harden scored all of the fantasy points. Right. And I think that that's probably something you're going to see again. And if it's not James Harden, it's going to be Gerald Green just chucking, getting hot. Uh, I will have some DeJounte Murray tonight, assuming Chris Paul is not in the lineup. I, right. He's 6,300, and he's a $6,300 player with big upside from there. So... Murray is somebody, especially if somehow Houston wins the pace battle in this game, or there are a few guys ruled out for San Antonio. Any interest in the bigs for San Antonio? Uh, on DraftKings, yes. Uh, it's very difficult. Like, I, I can't play LaMarcus Aldridge on FanDuel, but on DraftKings, LaMarcus Aldridge is only 7700 Uh That is a, a pretty nice price. I know that the Spurs, you know, we might need a little more injury news to really love that play, but I think LaMarcus Aldridge is a very good play on DraftKings. You know, he's always got a high floor, so probably him. Well, this works out well. We're just going to finish off our DraftKings lineup with the last game of the night, and you're going to make it easy for me because we only have 3,700 left on DraftKings per player for a forward and a utility. But I'm confident that with Memphis at Detroit, Detroit an eight-point favorite, a 203 over-under, terribly slow-paced game, good defenses involved, Blake Griffin muddying up the Detroit rotation. I'm still confident, Mike, that you can find me some value plays. Uh, yeah, I definitely think there are some value plays. I mean, we already mentioned your, your must play who's already in, so I, I can't add him. You, you've already right. got Wayne Selden in the DraftKings lineup, right? He is already in the DraftKings lineup, which makes things even harder for you. Uh, yes, it does. Like it pretty is, much uh, impossible, I assume? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not easy. I'll tell you that. It's definitely not easy. Let's, let's look at this um, from a different approach first off. Okay, so Detroit gets Griffin in the lineup, but they did not replace Avery Bradley. No. There is still somebody that, and you've seen the price for those wings that had good games rise, but I would assume we still think that Reggie Bullock is the biggest beneficiary from Avery Bradley being out, or do you prefer Stanley Johnson? Um, I have a slight preference for Stanley Johnson. I think he's just a little better player. Uh, okay. But my issue for either one of those guys is the price has just risen to the point that they're not locks. I mean, I think that they're they're fine plays, but you know, even Reggie Bullock at five thousand, like that's not getting us anywhere close to the value that we need to uh, to finish out your lineup there. Right. No. I mean, the the what what you could do that would help a little bit would probably be somebody like Anthony Tolliver. Um, but, but even he's still a little too high. You could, you, what you really need is a lot of guys to be out for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and then you can play somebody like Ivan Rapp. Yes. And who is that? He is a big man for the Memphis Grizzlies that has played 20 minutes in his last three games, giving you at least 17.5 DraftKings points in those games. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the issue for me there is just, Jermichael Green had been ruled out before, and now he's questionable. I think he's really nearing the return here. Uh, I don't know that we're going to get that news super early. You know, that is the first game of the night, so we will have that news, I would assume. Um, yeah, I mean, if Jermichael Green is ruled out, I think you can definitely plug him in. Okay. 
and uh, we'll have to make some maneuvering with our DraftKings lineup. But who would be your favorite play from the Memphis-Detroit game before we do that? Uh, well, your must-play for sure. Uh, right. Selden, I think, is definitely the guy. Um, I'm probably also going to play Andrew Harrison. Uh, I think that Andrew Harrison at 4,300, I think he's almost must-play status. Um, okay. Knowing that Tyreek and Mario Chalmers are both out. He played 25 minutes last night against the Pacers, 25 DraftKings points, uh, 30 minutes the game before against Phoenix, and put up 29.75 points. So I think you could expect 25 to 30 fantasy points from Andrew Harrison tonight. I like it. I like it. Oh, I did find a punt that we didn't talk about on DraftKings, and it's one of your favorite players. It's too bad Chris Towers isn't on the show yet. He'll be here tomorrow, and I'm sure he would be just salivating over the idea of getting Matthew Dellavedova in his lineup, Delhi got 26 minutes off the bench with Eric Bledsoe out. I would expect he's going to get minutes. He gets the three-point bonus on DK. How do you yep. feel about Delhi at 3,800? No, I like it a lot. I uh, I definitely I definitely missed him. Um, Delhi is someone that I think you could definitely plug in. I mean, I you know we you know that Giannis and Middleton are going to have a little tougher time with Jimmy Butler on the floor. There's no chance that Delhi sees any Jimmy Butler. So I like it. I think that Delhi is uh, a guy that can get you some fantasy points off the bench here. Okay, so I'm going to give you this lineup, and then you tell me if I should get rid of one of the expensive players. Um, okay. so we can So we can normalize this lineup just a little bit. We've got Wayne Selden, Malcolm Brogdon, Will Barton, the two candidates to be removed, really, LaMarcus Aldridge and Carl Anthony Towns as our bigs, James Harden as our guard, Matthew Dellavedova as our utility, and then I've got Rab in there right now as a forward. He's not the only option, though. There are, um, I do think if we get a situation where Norman Powell is going to get more minutes, he is another option that you could play in that spot. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you, you just got to watch the news on C.J. Miles, but I do think Norman Powell is a guy that will be will be playable tonight. Um, the chances are either Rab or Powell is going to be playable. Right. Yeah, I don't think you're probably playing both of them, but one of those guys is going to be available to play, for sure. So is that is that lineup too unbalanced for tonight? Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's really really close. Um. At this point, I think, I think it's okay. I think it's a okay. good shot. My, I, I may want to get rid of, uh, Aldridge and do a little more balance, but. Okay. You know, it just depends because I think that there's a chance that if Chris Paul and Eric Gordon are out, I think there's a chance that Popovich rests a few players and Aldridge still plays that and be becomes an even better play. So right. for that reason, I think it's actually okay to leave it for now. Just know that it's something that, uh, you kind of need to follow the injury news and really monitor that today. I've left you a little more flexibility over on the FanDuel side of things. We've got more spots to fill in. We've got more money to do it with. So let's build a, a winning FanDuel, another winning FanDuel lineup for the night. Russell Westbrook is at point guard. We have one point guard spot open. The reason I went ahead and plugged Westbrook in, we didn't discuss that, but we have Selden and Brogdon at shooting guard, and I can't imagine we're going to build a lineup that doesn't have Westbrook or Harden in it. That seems right. foolish. Yes. I went ahead and put Jimmy Butler in at small forward at 8,900. Markeith Morris is our only power forward at 5700 We have $6,000 remaining per player with the one point guard, one shooting guard, one small forward, a power forward, and a center. 
left to fill in. Four players left to fill in. I think we should start at the center position because we yeah. have really shortchanged the center position. It's uh, it's a very difficult position tonight, uh, for me at least, because uh, I'm not paying for Andre Drummond or Jokic here in this spot. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is too expensive. I don't love Mark Gasol facing Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond together. Uh, so for me, it's going to come down to probably the Steven Adams, Clint Capella, Pau Gasol. Uh, at that range is where I'm looking at tonight. We hate um, center. Yeah, it's uh, very uncomfortable on FanDuel tonight at center position. I will just say, if we put Carl Anthony Towns in there, like you said he's too expensive, and I understand that. We also think he's going to be the highest scoring center on the slate, right? Yep. So if we put him in there at 9,300, we would have 49.33 left for a point guard, shooting guard, and power forward. Do you think he's too expensive to do that? Uh, no, we can try it. We can definitely try it. Okay, let's let's take a look at the uh, at our, some of our value plays that we've talked about throughout the show. We just need a point guard, a shooting guard, and a small forward. We we're not that far off, especially if we have one super cheap guy we like. We have got Andrew Harrison at forty seven hundred at point guard. Matthew Dellavedova's two hundred dollars less. A uh, guy we didn't mention, Delon Wright, is going to get more minutes tonight with their uh, current lineup situation. So w- w- I am kind of leaning towards Harrison in this spot. Yeah, Andrew Harrison is a guy that I just penciled in there. I think Harrison is the yeah. But let's definitely go with Harrison there. And then at small forward, I you in my opinion probably need to go with a rocket. It's PJ Tucker or it's Gerald Green. The problem with Gerald Green is that he's facing San Antonio. I I like him a lot more than I like PJ Tucker. He's a thousand dollars more. I'm okay with that. But Gerald Green's got to make buckets. San Antonio is not that, going though. to give up buckets. No, they're, uh, well, they might. He, uh, I, I think that he's got an upside in the form of steals and stuff too. I know the Spurs are a very disciplined team, but I do think that, uh, you know, we're, we're banking on, you know, actually now that we talk about this and talking it through, Gerald Green is the must play for us in this lineup because we're obviously, we don't have exposure to the Rockets here at all. We don't have James Harden. Okay. We think that there's a good chance that Chris Paul and Eric Gordon don't play. We need Rockets exposure. We need Gerald Green in this lineup. Okay. And so then at power forward, um, if Jamichael Green was out, I think Jarrell Martin would be the pretty easy choice at power forward here in the five to $6,000 range. We don't know for sure if that is the case, but pay attention to the news. And if it is the case, then we'll just, we'll lock him in. We've got Taj Gibson, who's 5,400. He's slow and steady, wins the race. Serge Ibaka is 56. Uh, Tolliver down at 43. Anybody you like there or do we need to readjust? Uh, no, I like a lot of guys there, actually. I think that, you know, at this point, you're just looking for a guy that's going to get you 25, maybe 30 fantasy points. Right. And all of the guys that we mentioned can do that, including John Henson, who who didn't say. Uh, John Henson can, you know, he's been getting a lot more playing time since Jason Kidd left town from Milwaukee. Ooh. Uh, I think that this is an interesting spot for him, um, you know, especially if he gets to play a, a little center there, which, I, th- you know, he, he does. He, he's playing right. center for them. Carl Anthony Towns in the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves ranked 24th in defensive efficiency against the center position. Uh, I think that Henson is a very interesting play here and another way to get, you know, if we think that Giannis is going to struggle, we think Middleton's going to struggle, I think it makes sense to play Brogdon and John Henson together. I like it. So our FanDuel lineup, Russell Westbrook, Andrew Harrison, Wayne Selden, Malcolm Brogdon, Jimmy Butler, Gerald Green, Markeith Morris, John Henson, and Carl Anthony Towns. How do you feel about it? 
That is a winner. Let's just quickly run through our uh, cheat sheet for the night. We'll get a couple all-tournament team picks in, and we will be done with the show. Russell Westbrook is one of our favorite point guards. Andrew Harrison, also somebody we're going to be playing. I don't like. There's so many shooting guards that we want to play. I like Kyle Lowry a lot at point guard as well. That's somebody else I'll throw out there that we should play. Um, we do have Wayne Selden is a point guard on DraftKings. So he also fits in on that uh, point guard. Have I got all the point guards that we wanted to play? Oh uh, yeah, I'll mention Duante Murray just because I think he's worth. Oh the yes, look. he's probably the tournament uh, all tournament team, especially if Chris Paul's out. Uh, I don't think that even if Chris Paul's out, I don't think people are going to play him. So put him on the all tournament team. Absolutely, at shooting guard, we've got a big three. It's Harden, it's Brogdon, it's Selden. They're going to be high owned though, all of them. There's no all tournament team pick there. Is it? Is it your guy, Will the Thrill? Yeah, I think it's Will Barton. Uh, and if you don't like Will Barton, I think it's Chris Middleton. Uh, okay. I think that Middleton's certainly going to go under-owned because of all the options, and he might see some Jimmy Butler and stuff. So I think it's Barton or Middleton. Uh, I like either guy as the all-tournament team. At small forward, we're, we really like the expensive guys tonight. Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Otto Porter, all three of those guys. Uh, Stanley Johnson, his price is probably a little bit too high, but... It's not still not a, a terrible idea. And then Gerald Green is all-tournament team? Yep, Gerald Green's all-tournament team, but I, he is someone that just because he's all-tournament team doesn't mean that I won't be using him quite a bit. So uh, okay. I uh, I will be I will be using him. The public probably won't, but I like Gerald Green. At power forward, LaMarcus Aldridge, Markeith Morris, definitely going to be in a lot of our lineups. John Henson, that was a great find towards the end of the show there. I do like his matchup with Carl Anthony Towns. I think you should have some John Henson in your lineup. You're going to have to watch Memphis because Jarrell Martin could be an outstanding option as well at power forward tonight. And then Ivan Rabb in a similar situation. Although on FanDuel, is Rabb a center? He is. Yes. So he would be your center punt if we get even more good or bad for the Grizzlies injury news. Yes, that's a good point. If you get that kind of news, you definitely probably would want to punt with him at center because then you could play Westbrook, Harden, and probably Jimmy Butler together. Whew. Westbrook, Harden, and Jimmy Butler. At the center position, Carl Anthony Towns is king. Even though we think he's a little overpriced on FanDuel, it's probably best to just suck up and pay for it. Uh, there's not a lot of other good options at the position. If I was looking for an all-tournament team option, I think I might go with Clint Capella. Yeah, for me, it's Clint Capella or the other side with Pau Gasol. It's one of those two guys. One of one of those guys is going to win that matchup, and it's going to be, you know, they're going to put up 30 to 40, maybe 45 fantasy points. So I, I tend to like both of them. My issue is I just don't love them enough to, to lock them in like cash game lineups. It's a slow-paced Thursday night, five-game slate with trade news, injury news. Stay on Twitter. Stay active. Go to Sportsline. Check out Mike's lineups. Win some money. And we'll see you again on Friday.